You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, We are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here at the All-Star break for the Celtics, and they've won four straight, so I'm feeling pretty good. How are you feeling about the last four, Sam? The Celtics are back, okay? Uh, If you think differently, you're probably wrong because all the things that were wrong with them are not an issue now. It's not like they were playing poorly in terms of like the skill, the the play style has changed mm-hmm. for the better, and that's a big thing. It's not a fluke. It's not, you know, it's 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 obviously not a one off. We just saw them rip off four straight wins. They beat um, Indiana, who's a solid team. Mm-hmm. The Wizards, who are on fire. The Clippers, who are good. Even though they didn't have Kawhi, they had Reggie Jackson ball out, so that <laughs> that offsets. And then they beat Toronto, who was a skeleton crew yesterday, but. Might have been the biggest test of the homestand because the Celtics love playing down to their competition, and they beat a undermanned team. So, mm-hmm. shout out to them, man. Mm-hmm. Toronto, may I add, was unconscious from three. It was frustrating me in the first half because, like, Chris Boucher, Norm Powell, they weren't missing. And then Kyle Lowry had, what, 19 assists? So, it's not like they had a bad game. They played well for the crew they had. The Celtics just put it to bed like they should have. But uh, shout out to my man. I want to talk about him quick. Grant Williams, man. He doesn't play, and he comes in, he balls out against the Raptors, right? Yeah, that's crazy how he can just go games without playing, comes in, still has the three-point shot, which has been excellent ever since he missed his first 25 mm-hmm. of his career. Then he comes in, makes some hustle plays, a couple of big offensive rebound, putbacks. Um, you know, he made some big shots in that game where they kept the Celtics in it when Toronto was red hot, and he helped them ice the game. With uh, some big plays down the stretch. How about that, huh? Hell yeah. Season high, 17 points, four rebounds, a steal. Every single player on the Celtics who played eight minutes or more scored in double digits last night, which was really fun to see. And something we haven't seen a lot all season, because I I feel like a big storyline this year is, okay, get the Jays more help. Four bench guys scored in the double digits. You know, Jeff Teague, 14, Pritchard and Rob each had 10, and Grant had 17. So I don't think it's something we can expect moving forward, like, consistently. But how big is the bench being this good for, like, the ceiling of this team? I mean, it's really important because we've been saying they need more help. And them having more help um, helps. But (laughs) maybe this isn't a fluke, Jack, because we've had this discussion many times, whether it's on the pregame, on this show— uh, the bench hasn't been inefficient. They're mm-hmm. just seeing more chances to score because the ball's moving. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be probably a chain reaction. You're going to see they had a couple good games over the stretch. I think the bench has been really good. And now you've got confidence in those guys. Whether the statistics said it before or not, it didn't matter because they weren't getting the opportunities. But I mean, Peyton Pitt. Peyton Pritchard, every time he shoots, I think it's going in. Grant Williams, every time he shoots a three, I think it's going in, believe it or not. Love it. Um, let's, let's see who else. Robert Williams almost never misses because Instant he offense. takes shots around the rim. 
Uh, Jeff Teague has been better, better, which is Six good. Six seven last night. If he really can good. keep this up, then he's going to be a real impact player on this team. Jeff Teague and, didn't miss a two-pointer last night, Sam. Yeah, he, he was miss. making floaters and stuff. If he figures that out, he can be the player that we hoped he would be coming into the season and that we got to see a little bit in the preseason and game one, I guess. But yeah. since then, he hadn't done much. But if he's able to be consistent like that, the holes in this team that people are saying need to be filled are being filled by guys on this team already. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then let's get to the starters. Jason Tatum, better. Uh, he closed out the Washington game basically by himself, not to uh, knock on any of the other guys, but he was the offense in the final minute of the game to give him the win. Uh, who they played? Clippers, Kemba, excellent. Yeah. Player of the game, for sure. Uh, certified pimp of the game, if you will. <laughs> That's an inside joke. I'm trying to get that over, and it'll never happen. But uh, And then, okay, so last night, which is uh, Tatum, probably the best I've seen him play this season, maybe. 27, 12, and 5. Not mm-hmm. even the numbers, the efficiency. 60% from the field. He's making some tough shots that he'll take a lot, and he doesn't make. And he was making them when it counted. They were, the Raptors were trying to come back. They did a good job. They got it to three or four. And he made dagger shots over tough defenders. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been doing that. And that's why they have been losing games. He has now figured out whatever was wrong. Maybe it's being an all-star starter. He's got his <laughs> confidence back. Kemba Walker has confidence back. Jalen Brown has taken a little bit of a step back. But that's fine because the other two are stepping up. And he doesn't need to be the powerhouse takeover guy that he was, even though there's going to be moments where that's important. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, it was really enjoyable to watch this last week and a half. I feel like this Raptors game was a blueprint for the way the Celtics need to win basketball games in the future. Jason Tatum, 27. Jalen Brown, 21. Kemba Walker, 15. Outside of Daniel Tice being injured or something being wrong with him, I still don't know exactly what happened. And then the bench scoring, you know, tons and tons of points. This is the way the Celtics need to win games. Outside of, on the offensive end, I should say, because the defense was, you could say it was lackluster, but I feel like the, like they were making. probably a little bit of both shots. Yeah, the Raptors were making some tough shots. Celtics need to close out a little more. How many open looks did Chris Boucher get? I mean, that's not, that's not (laughs) him being uh, on fire, even though he was. It's just, they weren't covering him on the pick and pop. Yep, Terrence Davis was on fire. Norm Powell was on fire. Stanley Johnson had 14. That's unacceptable. (laughs) I feel like this is all going to change defensively. Marcus Smart will be coming back in the coming weeks, whether it's game one or game two or game three after the All-Star break. He's supposed to come back soon. Mm -hmm. Romeo Langford is supposedly close. Will he ever play again? We don't know because he just has been a mystery all year. They haven't been saying much at all. I don't know why they do that. I, I wish they didn't do that. They're very, very mysterious about guys that are injured. Maybe it's because they don't want the guys to feel rushed to come back, but it would be nice to have some kind of update. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I've heard – I forget where I saw this. I've heard that Romeo could be back before Marcus. So I'd expect them both relatively soon after the break. If I had to guess, I'd say Romeo is in like the first week, maybe week and a half, and Marcus Smart at the latest will be two weeks deep after the break. So this is just complete speculation. I have no sources. Don't listen to me if you're listening to this. I'm making this up. This is a guess. But uh, yeah, I hope they're both back soon. I think Marcus is going to be huge for this team. I've seen 
people on Twitter and like respectable people on Twitter, I can't again, I forget who it was, but like say that Romeo Langford will be an important piece to the Celtics team, even though he's barely played in his what year and a half here. Uh, I'm expecting big things from at the very least Marcus and hoping for the best from Romeo. And then I just want Grant Williams in the rotation from now on. This is my Grant Williams pitch for, you know, normal rotational minutes because I don't completely understand why he wasn't playing. It, they were winning some of the games. They were losing some of the games. But, hey, he comes in. He plays real minutes again. He scores 17. It can't really argue with that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't I don't know what the problem with Grant's been this year because he's getting a lot of DNPs. And I personally am not a, you know, film. I don't really pay attention a whole lot to what guys are doing that doesn't, uh, that gets them yanked from a game, I yeah. guess. Unless it's, like, glaring to me like Jeff Teague was for, like, the longest time where he was just not doing anything good. Now he's fixed it. Um, I don't know what Grant was doing that was so bad. I guess people say his defense wasn't great. Yeah, he was getting blown by a lot, and he was he fouls a lot. I'm pretty sure he averages more fouls than rebounds, which is not a great stat if you're trying to get minutes. But he's he's picked it up a little. He even fouled a couple bad a couple bad ones the other day against the Raptors. But he just needs to be better at defending without fouling and you not letting guys blow by him. But I think it's tough, which that's a big frame. That's that's just got to be my theory. But uh, yeah, I'm glad he made the most of his minutes the other day. Um, but I want to move on to the news of the day happened right, right. before we recorded. It is Friday. Uh, you probably aren't hearing this on a Friday. Yeah. I just happened to be free today, not busy this morning. So I said, Jack, let's do this because there's <laughs> not going to be anything happening over the weekend. Celtics don't play till next Thursday. And then we get mm-hmm. some news. So here yeah, we are. It's very convenient. Blake Griffin just got bought out by the Detroit Pistons. We don't know the details exactly. Uh, we do know that certain teams are interested. I had a list. The Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Heat, and Warriors are all listed as teams of interest. Uh, but we've got some Celtics fans calling for Danny Ainge. Celtics aren't on Blake the list, Griffin. huh? They are not on the list. What do you Now, is it his Blake? teams of interest or teams that are interested in him? These are teams that have expressed interest in Blake Griffin. Okay. So those five. And then Keith Smith tweeted out, the Sixers, Suns, and Bucks could all also make sense. So Celtics are nowhere on the radar right now from – you know, Mark Stein and Keith Smith, but do you think he would be a good fit on the Celtics? I have my opinion, but I want to hear yours first. Um, so as it currently, um, sits with his current performance this season, no. However, if he was to go play for the Celtics, I think you could see an uptick in his production. I think he wouldn't have a huge role. He might be someone that can get you scoring off the bench. Maybe he's not athletic like he used to be. I don't even think he's dunked this season yet. Um, I'm not completely against it. It's free. Okay, they don't have to lose anything except for maybe like a cutting someone that doesn't play. Um, you know, they don't have to trade any pieces, picks, anything like that. Do I think it's the best thing? No. But if you take in consideration that it's free, it you know it goes up a little bit. It, will it happen? Probably not. But I don't know. I'm not completely out on him because him coming to like a good team is different than him being on the Pistons. Dude, he didn't want to play for the Pistons. <laughs> and who wants to play for the Pistons besides Jeremy Grant? I guess. Yeah. Like he he didn't want to be there. He's not motivated. If he's on a team that can contend, whether it's the Celtics or any of the other teams you mentioned. 
He's not going to be inefficient, I don't think. I don't think he's not going to be motivated. Like, he's going to want to win. Is he going to be the guy? First of all, I never think he was that great. I think he was kind of overrated in his prime, but that's just me. Um, But, I mean, he's someone that can definitely help. Okay, the Celtics are lacking depth. I mean, it's there's really no risk to doing it if you're the Celtics, unless you've got something else lined up. I don't think it's the worst worst thing in the world if they end up doing it. See, I feel like I have a very different perspective. I know you do. I know you don't like it. <laughs> you mentioned one thing in particular. Which I'm happy because we can have a discussion. Or an yeah, I mean, yeah, this could be a nice little debate. You mentioned one thing. Blake Griffin has a dunk this season. Which is Blake Griffin is a very, very, very average three-point shooter at peak, right? At, at peak, he's an average three-point shooter. The one thing I think he could add to the Celtics, he's a decent playmaker for the forward position. That doesn't mean he's a good playmaker overall, though. And realistically, if he's in Boston, he's not going to have the ball in his hands. He's not going to be a primary ball handler on the Celtics by any means. It's going to be Kemba, Jalen, and Jason over him by far, right? And even Pritchard, I take over him as a ball handler. Plus, you have to cut somebody. So let me ask you this. Who do you cut if you sign Blake Griffin? Oh, easy. It's either Waters you can't or... Cut, you can't cut Waters or Taco because they're Why? two-way players. They're two-way players. So unless Blake Griffin signs a two-way contract, he can't fill that spot. Oh, okay. So who, Javante maybe. But I feel like Javante will bring you – I don't think Javante's better than Blake Griffin. That's not what I'm saying. But is it worth it to cut him to add Blake Griffin if you're going to have to cut other pieces in a potential trade? You know what I'm saying? I just don't think the value of Blake Griffin is worth cutting somebody like that because I don't think he fits on this team well. Maybe I mean, the only reason I don't say Carson Edwards right away is just because of the contract. I'm pretty sure – I don't know how all that works, but I know it's not a good thing to cut someone with money left on their contract or years left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if they um, wanted to do something like this, Javante's contract became guaranteed February 24th. So if they'd cut him before that, they'd lose him for nothing, but they didn't. So that's why I feel like they wouldn't cut Javante. And, and maybe that's nothing, because I feel like if they do cut somebody, it would be him or maybe Teague, but Teague's playing better. Teague's right now, actually though. playing decent now, so. I mean, I feel like Blake Griffin could be okay, but realistically, when I look at stuff to help the Celtics, I think, you know, a wing that can shoot and defend, or a power forward that can defend, shoot, and is athletic. That sounds like Blake Griffin three years ago, not right now. Blake Griffin is, like, an okay shooter, kind of. He's having a terrible season yes. efficiently efficiency wise and my biggest worry is he i think he would play be- better on the celtics than he did in detroit right he didn't want to play in detroit that was clear the athleticism's not there anymore or else he would have been doing maybe maybe it's there and he was just hiding it to be an asshole i like i Dude, don't maybe know, he but... didn't want to hurt himself i feel like there's a lot of like i'm not saying that it's you know why they should do it yeah. or shouldn't do it but i mean there's a lot of conspiracy theories you can put together for someone that doesn't want to be on a team i mean yeah. who Let's think of some guys that, like, they were obviously selling when they were on a team they didn't want to be on. I mean, uh, Andre Iguodala Harden, straight up didn't play. <laughs> Harden. Yeah, Harden. But he, he was literally, still okay. like, made himself look fat. True, true. But he so was he still, like, decent. Uh, you got Iguodala, who literally didn't play. Didn't play. Uh, uh, I can't think of any more, like, huge ones other than that, though. Off the top of my head, I can't. I'm sure historically there's plenty. If you're listening and you can think of it, leave a comment in the YouTube video or tweet us or whatever something it's just i don't know i don't think he fits well on the celtics because i don't think i mean realistically i don't think he fits well anywhere i think the best place for him is golden state because they don't have a ton of assets he could catch lobs realistically from steph curry i guess he could catch lobs here but then you're 
like ruining it for uh, Time Lord. I don't are know. you ruining it for Time Lord, or you just have a double threat? You can throw no. it off. You can have both of them cut at the same time, and they can compete. But this is if Blake Griffin can still catch lobs. That's he my thing. Can, he's in Dude, the NBA. He hasn't dunked this season. That's what he's known for. He's known for dunks, and he hasn't dunked once this season. I, I like I remember watching him in the Pistons game when they played the Celtics. He, he just sta- he just stands on the perimeter. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't move. He just stands there. And maybe but part how of much that of is, that is effort? Yeah, that's the thing. But like at the same time, do you really want to trade for a guy who plays like that? That's the thing. You're not trading. You're just, you're getting it for free. Okay. Do you really want to take a guy on the team that has effort problems? Like say he gets pissed off with the Celtics. What happens? I realistically don't think he would get pissed off with the Celtics. But if he did, though, like say he was mad, like, oh, my role's not big enough, and he gets a big ego. Well, I don't think he would come to the Celtics thinking he was going to have a massive role. If he wanted a big role, he would have just embraced his position in Detroit, but he wants to win, which is why he's not playing there. I mean, any team he goes to, Jack, he's not going to have a big role. I guess so, yeah. I want to see him on the Suns. I think that would be fun, him and CP3 again. That would entertain me. I saw someone say uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Doc. Uh, true. That's also true. Um, who knows, the man? Nets, Nets DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Fuck the Nets. <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I always think these things are interesting because I always wonder what goes through a guy's head when he's bought out like this. You know? I always wonder, like, oh, like, does he already have somewhere in mind? Maybe. Maybe we'll see it today realistically we could see somebody said the clippers again like he would go back to the clippers mm-hmm. yeah uh, well they're on the short list right yeah they're on yeah. the short list so, so he we'll go see. back to the clippers we'll see there's one I don't more know. thing I, I wouldn't hate if if i saw the celtics signed him i mean it's just i feel like that's a very low risk semi high reward play i mean you're not trading depends on how much he wants to and and the money isn't an issue. He's not making that massive contract. You yeah, know what I'm but saying? he could ask for a few mil. Like he might not sign for a minimum automatically. Yeah, a few. But like, Jack, it's not a lot. It's not. Yeah, it's not whatever so. he was making. You know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I mean, realistically, I, I would. I wouldn't despise it if he came here. I just think it's a bad idea. But there's one more thing I want to run by you before we go into all star stuff because that is this weekend. Um, Jeff Goodman on the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast said the Celtics should look to trade Jalen Brown. They should look to trade him. Mm -hmm. I understand the take. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't had the thought of trading him, but I thought to myself, like, watching these last couple games, because he's had a very reduced role um, since Kemba's kind of stepped in. And I think they've figured out the way they want that rotation or scoring to go, I think. And it's working this way with Kemba being somewhat the second option and Jalen Brown being the third guy. Um, so I understand that mm-hmm. Jalen Brown seems to like, he's kind of struggling getting acclimated to that, but it's not hurting as much as it was when it was Kemba that was struggling. Yeah. Um, so I understand. And his I thought also, process was, you, is there a team out tied. there? Yeah. That thinks he can be the number one guy. Yeah. And he definitely can. And, Another thing I'd like to see the Celtics do with him is instead of Tabin and friends, I'd like to see Brown and friends. I would love that too. I, I think, think it would just work. be better. But getting back to the trade, his value is probably high. You could probably get something good in return. He said he said Beal. He said specifically Beal. Specifically Beal. Interesting. I don't like it. I don't you like don't it. like it? No. It 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 it's 
a Philadelphia 76ers move, in my opinion. I think you're right about that. It's rushing. I think, like, Beal's yeah. having an insane season. Unbelievable, right? He's maybe the best. He's the top scorer in the league. He might. People are saying he's the best scorer in the league, despite the numbers. Uh, it definitely doesn't hurt to bring that to the Celtics. But I personally, I personally don't like it because one, Jalen Brown's too young to trade. I think it's silly. Um, I don't think it really helps as much as it, like you said, defensively it hurts. I said it doesn't hurt, but like I mean, it does. I think you gain a lot offensively. But dude, look at the Nets. I mean, the Nets are doing good now, but mm-hmm. like they don't play any defense. Yeah, you know, you don't I mean, want that's not that's not a Brad Stevens type team. They need defense. And I think Jalen Brown's fine. Dude, he's more, having more the best efficient. season of his career. More efficient than Bradley Beal. If he's more efficient than, I mean. A lot of people. That that, that settles it for me. Yeah, I mean, well, Jalen Brown's very clearly more efficient than Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's not having a relatively efficient season, I'm pretty sure. Um, I can Google the stats for you to fact check myself. But he's shooting, okay, 45 and 37.7 from the uh, from three. So it's not bad. But Jalen Brown. Garden, that's for sure. Yeah, Jalen Brown shooting 47 and 37. So I, I guess very similar. I, I just knew Bradley Beal was shooting like 33 from three earlier this season. So I no, guess – I mean, I, I don't think it's worth it, man. You can – Oh, wait. Uh, no, I was reading career numbers. I'm an idiot. No, Brown shooting 50 and 39 and Beal is shooting 48 and 33. Yeah, okay. I'm right. <laughs> I was reading yeah, – No, there's no reason to do that. The efficiency is what matters here. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the role Jalen Brown has, he has to be efficient in that role. If you bring in Beal, you're going to have Kemba have to slide back down to the third scorer option, which I don't think he was comfortable with. Because ever since he's kind of been lifted up, maybe that's not a strategic change. Maybe it's just the way his play has been and he's been able to elevate to that second option. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you have Jalen Brown being efficient, you don't need to bring someone else in. You need efficiency. You don't need volume. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it ruins the timeline. Like, I know you don't like the timeline talk, but realistically, Brown and Tatum is the future of the Celtics. Well, that that's something – that's the one you kind of have to agree with because those two guys are under contract for the next four years, mm-hmm. Brown, five for Tatum. Um, and then you've got Beal, who's on there for three. He would he would 1,000% resign, though, because of Tatum. Yeah. Um, but age-wise – I mean, you have you have at least five years with these guys where they're probably only going to get better every single year. Yeah. Jalen Brown has gotten better every year, and it's been a significant jump every year. 100%. Except for maybe the Kyrie season. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was aside from that, <laughs> he has been significantly better every season. These two guys have potential to be your next Bird and McHale playing together for a decade or however long. And you can bring in different pieces around them. That is the timeline. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Whatever's around them doesn't matter to me. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Mm. I think that's going to be the key because realistically speaking, right, by the time Tatum and Brown's contract extensions are up, right, they, by the time four or five years down the line, realistically speaking, Kemba's going to be off the books. They're going to have to re-sign some of these smaller guys, but Marcus Smart may or may not be in Boston, may or may not be on a big salary. I think he stays. They could, but they could too much to figure stay. it out a way to bring another max guy to Boston. Realistically, right? What? They could figure out the contracts to bring another guy in with those two to form a big three by that time. Is what I'm Let, let's look into the crystal ball, Jack. Okay, mm-hmm. 
So my one hypothesis I have is Marcus will not demand a lot of money. One, if he does, they can pay him because of bird rights. Two, um, all right, so he likes it here a lot, man. He likes it here. It's where he's really grown up as a person. He, he People fucking love him. He's probably going to have his jersey retired if they have success if he stays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's, he's the unofficial captain of the team. They won't say it, but that's the agreement amongst everybody. I don't think Danny lets him walk because he's too rare of an asset and he's valuable. And you agree, right? Yes, yeah. So I think it's not a smart move to lose him. Just look at how inconsistent they've been without him. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number two, not moving on from Marcus, Kemba Walker. If Kemba enjoys it here, not sure if he does because people really shit on him a lot. But I'd imagine he does because they're Mm -hmm. winning or they have been successful. Um, I could see if he continues in the trajectory somewhat down that he is, uh, maybe he takes a pay cut. Thought the same about Al Horford, though, so I could absolutely be wrong. <laughs> but he could yeah. take a pay cut, a reduced role, maybe a six-man in the future. Instant offense off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, just think about it. it. It depends how committed to the guy, the guys around Tatum Brown are to winning. Mm-hmm. And I you understand all, if they're not. You also have to think about paying the other guys, because realistically, right, guys like Peyton Pritchard, Robert Williams at that point are going to want money. And they'll get money. So the Celtics would have to either pay them, let them walk, or let guy, older guys like Kemba walk. So that's also going to be a debate at that point, I think. That is. Like I Which said, is... I, Kemba has made plenty of money. He, he has made plenty of money throughout his career. <laughs> yeah. He is someone that he seems like a team guy. He he definitely loves that he's not having to carry a skeleton crew around. Like Charlotte, yeah. So I, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see a pay cut if things go well. You know, people stop shitting on him. I don't even know if he cares about that. He seems like a pretty happy dude, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But, I mean, he he's someone, he seems to have a good attitude. Like I said, thought the same about Horford. Might have been right if he knew about Kemba, but he didn't. So he got paid. Um, who knows, man? Mm-hmm. Horford got a chance to go to a good team and get paid. Yeah. Yeah, so good for him. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, it, it's all going to come down to what happens in a few years. <clears throat> I had another thought in mind, but I can't exactly remember what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. So <laughs> let's move on to All-Star Weekend, man. So there's four events going on. There's the normal three, skills contest, three-point contest, uh, slam dunk contest, and then there's a knockout competition between creators, and then obviously we have the All-Star game. So we'll talk a little bit about about this creator thing already did i talk about with you or did i talk about with someone else briefly i brought it up to you the whole thing so i was probably that that you're remembering but let me run you down what's happening it's a one hundred thousand dollar knockout competition and the people competing are mark phillips who i think you know but you don't know his name um have you seen the clips on like he, he does basketball skits right so he did the lebron one where he's like the nets got james harden Man, they can't. I'm 36. I'm like, and LeBron retweeted it and everything. So, oh yeah, okay, I know who. I know. Yeah. So he does that. Uh, MMG, who's a Madden YouTuber, he's funny. I don't know if you know who that is. What they got a Madden guy going for? He's just because he won a golf competition. They did. They brought in a few creators for like this golf thing, like closest to the hole. Who's they? House of Highlights. Okay. All right. All right. He won that competition, so I think they're bringing him in for that. Um, Agent Zero. And you know who that is? He's a 2K YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, Agent. Agent, yep, Agent Zero. 
uh duke dennis another 2k youtuber fucking agent yeah yeah so <laughs> i gotta tell my boy greg about that he likes agent agent and duke dennis uh both in it fun fact i saw agents they all sent in clips for like tnt's crew to react to and agent sent in a miss he, he just to show off his form he like bricked the three but he sent in the clip anyway so he's a moron uh kenny beecham king of the fourth quarter i love him my favorite youtuber but uh he's in it jenna Br- jenna bandy jack settlement and desmond johnson all three of which i don't recognize the name so they from tiktok i think they're like basketball like instagram slash youtubers as well stuff like that so i, I don't know exactly i know the instagram people right. are the worst man i hate <laughs> instagram and i don't know how much i've talked about this like on like a show but, like, literally Instagram is the most annoying thing. It's just people saying, hey, look at me. Like, it's annoying that they pay people, like, sponsor them. Like, I don't know. I hate that the the companies buy into Instagram and, like, fuel these people that don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's a good platform. It's just social media at this point, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know enough yeah, about Yeah, but Twitter, Twitter, you're adding value. Twitter, you're contributing thoughts. Instagram, you're just yeah. standing there and taking pictures. You're not <laughs> – you're oh, not yeah, yeah. adding anything to anybody's day except for maybe like they like the way you look. Like if you <laughs> if you're making an impact on Twitter, you're either really funny, you're uh, sharing good thoughts, you're making good content. Instagram, you don't do that. You yeah. just take pictures. Yeah. I, I understand the sentiment. It's uh, interesting, but <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of Instagram either. I don't think I post on mine in a long time, but I don't know enough about all these guys to talk about who i think is going to win it's going to be knockout though so it'll be fun i hope agent wins yeah the guys on tnt it'll probably be duke dennis i'm pretty sure like he's actually good at basketball checking them pick the order um i can tell you the order right now if i skip to the end of this video real quick um it doesn't show the whole order because the video cuts off but uh king of the fourth quarter is first then jack settlement who i don't know then duke dennis is third jenna bandy agent zero is fifth and then three guys haven't been put in place by the end of this video yeah, so speaking of the TNT be... guys, did you see um do you see the documentary they have? No. I've heard of it though. I think I've heard that. They had the Ernie Johnson part yesterday after the late game. Okay. And then they have Kenny today, Friday, uh Charles tomorrow, Saturday, and Shaq Sunday, but I don't know what time on Sunday because okay. of the All Star game, but I know uh Kenny and Chuck, if you're listening, it's probably not um Friday anymore. Um are at 9 p.m. That's very, dope. very good. Enjoyed it very much. I watched the Ernie Johnson part yesterday. That's sick. You should watch it, Jack. You would definitely like it. I will. I'll check that out. Did you also see Candace Parker absolutely roasting Shaq because he's an idiot? No. He is trying to, like... So Candace Parker is on TNT with, like, Shaq, this other guy, and Dwayne Wade now, right? Yeah, she's on, like, the B team. Well, yeah, that, but she... That is the B team. She I'm talks like... She talks like she's on the A team, dude. She makes Shaq and like Chuck look like talks, morons. Oh, like she's like talks looking, about basketball, okay. yeah. yeah. Like she like well, that's not why they're there. And if, like literally, yeah, if you I know, watch I the know. thing. I'm not just saying you, but like yeah. in the documentary, they literally say like, dude, like we're not necessarily here to talk about basketball. Like we're here to have fun. Like that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I mean. I haven't seen it. I'm not, I'm not bashing Candace Parker, but she's not doing her job right. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> he was fun trying – they were, like, analyzing, a, like, pick and rolls, right? They were, like, Shaq was like, well, they need to rotate here. And she's like, but then they'll just shoot the three. Because she's trying to explain how, like, 
everybody can shoot threes now because I think they're talking about the Nuggets because like Jokic can just pull up from 30 feet and he'll drain it right and so Shaq was like well they just need to rotate earlier and then she goes but then Jokic gets an open three and he goes well then they they need to do this quicker and it was just a a funny back and forth like for them trying to uh you know figure it out but uh also the Nets are regarded as strong contender for Blake Griffin um and the Celtics have also expressed interest league sources say they have yeah so who's this Woj or uh, Mark Mark Stein yeah, Mark Stein. Celtics, so they, man, I'm telling you, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I, uh, I know I know, not everyone loves it, and I don't, I'm not over the moon about it, but if I saw it, I wouldn't be mad. I, yeah, I would be all right with it. I guess I wouldn't be too mad. I, I don't know if I'd be ecstatic. I, I just don't think it can hurt you. Yeah. It's very low risk. I mean, you're not trading for him. Yeah. I love it. Not, it's free. Like. <laughs> Sam's big on free. But, uh, yeah, let's go through the rest of the competitions. I'm, I'm going to go in order of I care, I least care about to most care about, right? So I'm going right. to skills competition, dunk contest, three-point contest, then I'm going to read you the All-Star. You have the skills competition below the dunk contest? Jack, they shouldn't even have a dunk contest anymore. <laughs> they never get anybody to do the dunk contest. I was going to save this till we got there. But I can't believe you would disrespect the skills competition. Maybe the most entertaining out of all of the competitions. Yes, but it's the least entertaining to talk about. Because the dunk contest, we can talk about how shit it is. And that's entertaining. Because it's terrible. It's in the skills competition. Exactly. You don't even know. Chris Paul's in it. Jokic is in it. Sabonis is in it. Uh, there's another white guy. There's three white guys, three three not white guys. Yeah, skills competition, Robert Covington, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, He's Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, Nikola Vucevic. So there you go for the skills competition. I think Chris Paul's a lock. I mean, he's a beast. Pretty he's sure he's, like, been in it five times and he never won. Really? Yep. Huh. That in- that's interesting. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I'm, I guess. See, I think the skills competition is just the most fun. They, they do everything. Like, that is, like, the ultimate – I, you know what they need to bring back is the shooting stars, but they don't they don't have that. You know what I'm talking about where they yeah, they shoot from all the spots that that was like the best one. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that one. That was good. I think that was probably my favorite as well. Chris Bosh and Co. dominating. That's what I remembered. But uh, yeah, I mean skills competition. I'd pick Chris Paul. Do you have a pick? I guess out of those guys. Uh, uh yeah, let's pick Luca just to be devil's advocate. All right, Fair he's enough. definitely a better shooter mm-hmm. than Chris Paul. You know, like. Thinking about, like, when they get to the end, like, he might be able to pull up from really deep. What's Chris Paul shooting from three this season? I'm intrigued now. 39. It's, it's not that he's a bad shooter. It's just he, he probably doesn't take the volume. You know, no, he doesn't yeah, take that's fair. the threes. That's fair. My sleeper pick is Robert Covington. But uh, anyways, <laughs> dunk contest. I want you to try to guess who's in the dunk contest. Do you know? Because it's terrible. Yeah, it's Anthony Simon, some guy from the fucking Pacers and Toppin. Yep. Cassius Stanley. Who is very athletic, underrated, but didn't they used play. to have like way more people in the dunk contest? Why do they have three people? It used to be four because everyone else said no <laughs> this year, so they didn't have enough for four. What about like way in the past? It used to be like six. Like, oh, maybe. way back. I don't think I don't know. I've always known it to be four, but <clears throat> everyone else said no this year, so I have very low expectations for the dunk contest this they year. They need to not do the dunk contest anymore. They need to find something else, whether it's one on one, do a one on one tournament. One on ones. I don't know why people don't want to do dunk contests. Maybe they don't want to hurt themselves. I, I also feel like it's a lack of creativity. Like, you've done the dunk contest for so long that you can There's only be else so do. creative. And then if you do something that someone's already done, you get flack for it because you're not being creative. Yeah. There's so nothing dunk else contest can... is run its course, man. They need to get rid of it. Yeah. It, it, it's just... Do man. one-on-one. Do horse. Do something. Yeah. That would be good. But do you have a pick for the dunk contest? I guess I'll go... No. No, I don't care. 
Simons. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really give a the shit. The winner is someone who doesn't watch the dunk contest. Yeah. <laughs> Three-point contest, on the other hand, is stacked. Yeah, this is I care about. stacked. So Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Absolutely stacked. Do you have a front runner right now? Uh, I mean, you have to pick Curry, dude. Curry is yeah. one of the best shooters ever, if not the the best, probably the best. Curry um, shooting forty one percent on eleven point seven attempts this season, which is ridiculous. Curry probably the second best point guard of all time behind Magic. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, sleeper picks maybe Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown's a good sleeper pick. I don't think Tatum has a fucking shot because he shoots too slow. His his form is just not meant for this contest you know what i'm saying like who jason tatum tatum is not yeah. meant for this he's not a catch and shoot guy even though like when he does catch and shoot not bad right mm-hmm. but and i wish he would catch and shoot more but that's besides the point um i can't imagine him taking the ball off the rack time and time again in like being successful at it whereas jalen brown i feel like that is his game is catch and shoot when yeah. he's not you know, the guy out there when he doesn't have to be the primary option. When he's a catch-and-shoot, he's money. So Jalen Brown, very sleeper pick. Hopefully uh, he's going to have his money rack. If they do a money rack now, I don't know how they do it. His money rack is going to be in the right corner. Yeah. Or or yeah. left corner from if you're at the top of the keeper, right if you're under the basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be good. So is your pick Steph Curry, though, to win? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I got to go with the same. Devin Booker won it last year, though, so I guess that's a sleeper pick. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can bet against Steph Curry realistically. He's just who's the last one? Levine. <clears throat> yeah, Levine shooting comes in last. I Levine shooting ridiculously well from three. I don't know why you hate Levine so much. It kind of baffles me. But because he was a really inefficient player for a while, and now he's starting to become efficient. But he's not just efficient. He's absurdly efficient, Sam. Yeah, I know, but like, uh, he's burned into my brain as a one man show on a bad team that's inefficient. I guess. I don't know. He's leading his team to a play-in spot right now. so They need to get rid of the play-in, too. I don't like that. I do. I think It's not that I dislike the event itself. Like, I like that they have, like, a play-in tournament. But, dude, like, that's 60% of the league making the playoffs. Like, that's not okay. But realistically, those last four teams, like, 7 through 10, are all shit. Like, in the East. They are shit. Yeah. I I agree. It just brings more entertainment. I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's move on to the all-star teams. Have you heard, like, the format yet? I know. Or who's on each team? LeBron needs to say the fuck away from Jalen Brown. <laughs> and poor Tatum has to play with Kyrie again. Yeah. You can't win. I don't even want to root for either team. I, I don't like – I mean, I wish LeBron and Kyrie were on the same team so I could root against them. <clears throat> so do you know the starting lineups? I'll read you each one, and then you can tell me which one's No, wait, let me let me do it. All right, you want to guess? It's LeBron, Giannis, Luka – Curry and don't tell me. LeBron, Giannis. Who am I missing? Let's let's go on the other side because I know it's yeah. Kyrie, Beal, Tatum, uh, Kawhi, and Jokic is on. Oh, Embiid is on this side. He's with LeBron. No. No, Embiid's with Durant ah! or Kyrie. Jokic is with the rest of them. I forgot about Jokic. So, yeah, which side is better? Do you have a preference? LeBron's team is better. Yeah, I agree. I think it's infinitely better. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to root against, you know, Giannis, Steph, Luka, Jokic, LeBron. That's just a ridiculous five. And not that Beal and Kyrie and Tatum are good, but, like, those are... Will Sam watch the All-Star game? He doesn't know yet. 
But I'm, I don't if know I do can. watch the All-Star game, what I want to see is Brown and Tatum going at each other. That's going to be my favorite thing. That's literally going to be all I care about. What'd Actually, you, what do you care about? LeBron, not LeBron, Brown and Tatum going at each other. Because they're on opposite teams. Yeah. There's yeah, going no. to be a, a stretch in that game where they're guarding each other and, like, they're both, like, isoing each other. I'm telling you yeah. right now. It's going to happen. That'll be interesting. Are they doing the same kind of format as last year where it's uh, I three think quarters so, yeah. regular and then the last quarter is first to a number? I believe so, yeah. I like that. All right, maybe I will watch because that was fun. Last year uh, was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, that was entertaining. I'm pretty sure they're doing that. I don't think – I don't see why they wouldn't be, but – I also wish they wouldn't have all-star jerseys. I wish they – like. The way they used to do it, where you just wear your team's jersey. That'd be so confusing to watch, though. Like, would that, it really though? Yes. If one team wore their whites and the other team wore coloreds. Yeah, I think it would still be much more. I don't confusing. think so. I don't know. Uh, you I play pickup would... basketball, Jack. You know who's on your team. Yeah, but like, it, like visually, it's not great. I, I you just mean think for it's... a fan. Yeah, like watching the game on TV. I guess. I feel I like know. it's just much easier. Yeah, but. Anyways, um, the benches are for Team LeBron, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Dame Lillard, Chris Paul, Sabonis, Simmons, and for Team KD. Simmons did not be an all-star. Who? Simmons. Oh. Uh, Durant is Booker, Harden, Levine, Mitchell, Randall, Vucevic, Zion Williamson. Team LeBron is just so much better, I think, than Durant's team. I don't know why. I just think it's, like, infinitely better. I think if Durant was playing, it would be a little different, but... And Davis is hurt, too. So Davis is on Durant, but it's... Why did he pick Davis? I don't know if he actually picked Davis or it was just like he was placed there, but... but yeah. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Why did? Why would they put two hurt players on the same team? I, He's just listed I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I'm mad at whoever... Who, whoever's stupid idea that was, because I saw the graphic, and I was like, why is that team so much longer than the other? Like, if you have two hurt guys, just put them on opposite teams. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Yeah, it's just it's just kind of wild. No, man. <laughs> it, it just pure stupidity from whoever was in charge of that. Do you see the Jazz players got picked last? I did, and I, I LeBron was like, yeah, like nobody wants to play with Utah or something like that. That was actually kind of funny. Yeah, it's definitely a spite thing because they're first in the West, though. They're, yeah, Lakers are gonna get fucked down the line. You watch those two dudes, or well, I don't know about Gobert. He kind of sucks. Yeah, he, he doesn't he, suck, but he's like. He's not a takeover kind of guy. He's just like a defensive anchor. You know what I'm saying? That he's yeah, yeah, yeah. But LeBron Don Mitchell like, might nobody, have a little bit yeah. of taking it personally here. LeBron was just like, nobody plays with the Jazz in 2K. Let's be real here. So I, I thought that was with the Jazz all the time online. Always blow them out. Usually yeah. using the 86 Celtics because that's cheese. For some reason, they're, they're a tier two team in online. The Jazz? Literally, no, the Celtics. The, oh, the okay. Larry Bird Celtics are tier two. Yeah unbelievable hey, easy wins but uh i don't think there's anything else to talk about really i mean just the blake griffin to the celtics thing but we kind of covered that blake griffin is just not the worst thing i don't think unless unless like you had like three options and he was the worst one you could get and like that's the one you get then it's bad but like you don't have blake griffin and you could get blake griffin and if he doesn't play good then you can just not play blake griffin i mean there there's I don't know. I mean, you're losing out on, what, Javante minutes every once in a while? Mm-hmm. I guess so. I feel like he would take away from Shemi and Grant minutes more than Javante minutes. So. Well, no, I mean, you have to cut somebody, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, realistically. Yeah, you're right. So, I don't know. It's the worst thing in the world if he's taking minutes away from Shemi and Grant, though, Jack. Really? Like, realistically? Yeah, because yeah, what you want from those guys is shooting, and Blake Griffin doesn't give you that. 
that's the argument I have at least. Like to be fair. Like like Grant and Shemi are pretty efficient three point shooters, and Blake Griffin sucks. He can't shoot. He's okay, but he, he that's all he does in Detroit. At least he just stands at three point line. Who's better, if you Daniel want, Tice or Blake Griffin right now? I have an answer, and I'm just curious what you think. Probably Daniel Tice. Yeah, I think so too. I was just I was thinking I was like, well, maybe he takes away Tice minutes, and I was like, mm. yeah. Shams yeah. just said the Nets are the leaders to sign Griffin anyway, so he'll probably be in Brooklyn with the rest of them. Yeah, there <laughs> should be a limit of like. How much you can like get people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> they cut the nets off. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, that's all I got for the day. Uh, I don't think you said you didn't have anything else. No, I'm I'm good. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for listening to From the Raptors. Uh, you guys can follow us at Bannertown USA. I'm at Jackson NBA and Sam. Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for listening so much. If you're listening, then watch the YouTube video. If you're watching the YouTube video, then listen on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Um. That's our show for today. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That is our show for today. Bye.